This is Such a Pretty Podcast. As you know, it's a branch of my lifestyle brand, Such a Pretty Mess. So Such a Pretty Mess, you know, you always put your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. You come prepared, ready to go, no matter what you're going through. So it's a podcast for women in the know and on the move. And I'm Miss Misha Gay, and my guest for today is Matt Mogul. Welcome. Uh, and congrats. Ah, uh, thank you. So, a little bit about Matt. He's an event, in your words, producer, brand ambassador, and I'll say influencer. Does I that make that you word. uncomfortable? I hate that word. Why? It's just like a thing now. I don't. I really know what it means, and the people doing it don't really know what it means. Mm-hmm. But I think influence just comes from you as a person, not really things that you need to showcase twenty four seven. I I don't like that word either, yeah. but. Hey, people refer to you as the influencer, so we'll be that, yeah. you know. Hopefully and people listen to me. They do, and they follow you a lot. So you also work with Get Fresh Company, mm-hmm. and you have a partnership with MGD, mm-hmm. Miller Genuine Draft, which they're trying to kind of change make their... It, make it cooler, I guess. Make it a little bit cooler. Yeah. His own events include Made, his birthday party 400 Club, and he does promotions for other parties and events in Toronto. And if you don't know... His little sister is Wonder Girl, who is a mega producer right now in the game, and she won Battle of the Beatmakers back in 2012, and since then has produced for and with Travis Scott, Jay-Z's Crown, which was her big break, and she's also worked with Rihanna and Big Sean. So, if people are unclear about exactly what you do, can you explain to everyone? You said it all, but I don't think there's any like real title. For you? No. So, when you say event producer... What's what's an event producer as opposed to a promoter? I think when I started, when I was a teenager, it was more promoter because you're promoting something. Mm-hmm. That's the real yeah. definition of it. So somebody gives you something, you promote it. Mm-hmm. And then it went from me producing something and marketing it and promoting it. So your own things. So you start back from yeah. the, the surface of it. So how did you get into, because you've been doing this for a long time, and if people, I guess they don't know the story of how I know you, is I obviously met you at an event um, through mutual friends years Years. ago, maybe seven or eight years ago, and you actually helped me (laughs) because my purse was stolen and you helped me get in my car. So from where events and promoting and stuff like that from where it was back then to now how has it changed i think it changed the city definitely got a little bit more exciting mm-hmm. especially with nightlife um you had your days where you you know you, there was one thing to do mm-hmm. now it's like you have from monday to sunday and there's like a million things going on mm-hmm. all at the same time so the attention span is not as big as it was back then mm-hmm. the lead up is not as big as it was but it's, it's still there if you have real influence. If you keep on using that word. So with your events, because it's such a populated field in mm-hmm. terms of like promotion and marketing here in Toronto when it comes to parties, events, whatever. What makes you different from anybody else? And why you feel people are more attracted to going to your events than anybody else's? Personally, I'm going to say they're all the same once you're in the building. There's a little, you know, the vibe might be a little different. It mm-hmm. might be a little bit more room for you. You might have a comfortable spot. That's mm-hmm. why you might have said tonight was better than the other nights. It's all the same thing. It's just how you package it. So when you say packaging, for example, for made, I saw a whole bunch self-made. of... Self-made. sorry. I saw a whole bunch of um, promotion for that. So when you package it different, what does that mean? So when we started self-made, we started that event... Um, 
that's when Tristan Thompson just got drafted into the NBA. And that was basically like his draft day party for mm-hmm. Toronto. Um, and we called it self-made. So self-made was more just like for the city, by mm-hmm. the city. You know, like there was no gimmicks, no special guests, no. Yeah. None of the extra usual stuff they do care about. Care about weekend. Weekend. So it was just, mm-hmm. you know, a Toronto, like, staple event. So that party, you don't have any special features, and it's, like, Caravan Weekend, and it's sold out every single year. That's good. So we capitalized on it. Mm-hmm. One, I would say, just the logo. Itself, uh, yeah. yeah. Good friend of mine, mentor, Shane Sterling, he designed that, and that was basically, like, our Nike symbol. Mm-hmm. So we didn't need to add anything else to that. Okay. We put that on shirts. There was no date, one. no info, <laughs> no anything. So it was yeah. like self-made. When you see it, you kind of understood where it's coming what from. it meant and, yeah, the purpose of it. So it's more like thing, members only kind of thing. Okay. Not really, but, like, you just click to it. Once mm-hmm. you've seen it, you're like, okay. Like, you understood what kind of level of party it was. You, the movement. You, yeah. Yeah. Um, I noticed Caravan Weekend, you had a barbecue or blocko at Get Fresh Company. Talk about, like, what exactly you do with Get Fresh and the barbecue Fresh, and all been, that stuff. That's been my brother for years. We share the same birthday. He's, like, a day after me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just started connecting more just on, a, like, an event level. They do a bunch of events on the, on their own through the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we've just been rocking for years. Back, He's helped a lot of stuff I've been doing. I helped a lot of stuff he's doing. And uh, I'm going to say late last year, we just decided to do our birthdays together. Okay. And, um, yeah, we just came up with so much crazy ideas. And, like, just sitting in the room with him mm-hmm. and his people and my people and just putting everything together rather than just one eye for things. Yeah. Just made it so much, so so dope. Um, and then, again, we said we're going to team up and do Caravana together. So mm-hmm. instead of doing the Friday to Monday club stuff back to back back to back he knows i have my staple event mm-hmm. um he had a bunch of stuff going on in the store we came up with the idea to do the block party on the sunday mm-hmm. and um he's been doing a lot of stuff with the city so he got the permit to do the block party right outside of get fresh we just blocked off one street to the next dj we had food mm-hmm. bar we work with remy martin too so they supported that greatly so with Get Fresh Company, I know it's clothing and design and all that stuff. Do you get involved in the design process when it comes to certain things? Uh, lately, I've been seeing more. Like, you taught me a lot about fashion just mm-hmm. on the behind-the-scenes level. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like a sample size, so I always get to of course. see what's new. <laughs> me <and> too. <laughs> I always get to try on all the new stuff. And, yeah. You know, we go back and forth. I give ideas and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, Okay, let's talk about Wonder Girl. How does it feel to be Wonder Girl's brother? Amazing. In terms of like her development and her being able to like connect with certain artists, like how do you get involved in like helping her? Because she's younger, she's a, a lot younger. <laughs> she is. She she's is like she's, already. She's the golden one. Because like you're the big brother, right? And for her, like in this type of industry, it has to be difficult. So Our how? relationship just clicked from day one. Mm-hmm. I was always who I was, and she was who she was, mm-hmm. and she didn't need to change her personality for nothing yeah you know what i mean i would kind of like back up anything for her for her mm-hmm. in that sense she didn't have to change for nobody to enter this whole yeah music industry you know what yeah. I mean? she remained the same she loves she loves being in the studio she loves working mm-hmm. so all the extra stuff is like it's whatever it's whatever for her. 
And, that's, and, if, and if she needs to build on it, I'm there. And that's definitely the approach that yeah. she needs to take. Because when you get caught up in that extra, that's when yeah. shit goes left. So We need to politic. We need to party. I'm mm-hmm. there for all of that. So we mm-hmm. could. So when you decided that you wanted to do parties, it was obviously like people around you that yeah. were we, doing We it. would go to them. Mm-hmm. I would go to a lot of events. And then it was just like breaking down that process. Like mm-hmm. what made me actually say, let's go to this. What made me look at my people and okay. tell them we're going to this. Like how did let's this plan to go yeah, to yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Whose yeah. party is this? Why are we here? I started breaking down all mm-hmm. the details. So I remember you telling me about, and I'm going to bring up Spotlight. <laughs> and Spotlight came from where? This is a nickname growing up, the attention. When I was dancing when I had that name. So when you dance, usually there's a lot of... Yeah. It was my dancer name. S- Spotlight? Yeah. Uh, and then okay. once the, like, not the dancing slowed down, but once that whole phase was kind of going mm-hmm. somewhere else, it just turned into Spotty. I okay. don't know how. And then that followed me. It's still following me. It's not going anywhere. So you went from Spotlight to Spotty yeah. in terms of like dancing and stuff. Yeah. And then you decided to produce your own events because you didn't get into a party. <laughs> I love that, actually. <laughs> I would do the same. Um, and now uh, with what you're doing in terms of like partnerships and um, being labeled as an influencer, uh, what are your goals for what you're doing now? Like a lot of the brands that I'm working with and things I'm working with is stuff I was already doing. Mm-hmm. So that was the whole, like, I never understood the real influencer thing. Cause yeah. It's like, you can't, I'm not going to influence you to do something I don't want to do in the first place. Like, if I go somewhere, it's because I want to go. When I want to bring my people with me, it's because I know mm-hmm. this is a vibe. So if I'm wearing something, I'm wearing it because I want to wear it. Yeah. My people ask about it. I can talk about you can it. Tell them I'm drinking mean. something It's because we want to drink it. It's not like, none of this is like far from our everyday life. So I try to make sure all those brands and all these things still make sense with stuff that I do every day. So I, I suppose that's the difference between um, the whole Instagram, like influencer title, is that a lot of people kind of, they don't necessarily live that life, yeah. but they portray it on yeah. social media. What do you think about the whole influencer game when it comes to just Instagram in general and then when it comes to Toronto? Instagram in general, a lot of people were born into it, mm-hmm. born into it. And even if they weren't born into it, they were like living under a rock until they got to a certain point in their life where it made sense for them to do it. So we've always been on top of that rock mm-hmm. since I was in high school. So a lot of things are not, I wouldn't change certain things just because this whole Instagram shit here now. Like I got to still... You know, stay true to who I am, stay true to things mm-hmm. that I actually... And I feel weird when I'm not doing that, you know, and I wouldn't convince anybody else to do it. But I do But it makes sense for certain people now. Like, certain people are... I get, I get what it is. I understand everything before I talk bad about it. <laughs> We're not necessarily talking not bad talk about bad it. Not talk bad about it, but... I just, yeah. It's just... Before I judge anything, mm-hmm. I make sure I understand question what it. that is. Because I'm trying to understand, because I don't... I don't know. The whole influencer thing just doesn't appeal to me mm-hmm. because you just live your life. And if people gain something, perspective, influence or whatever from you, then that's what no, it is. No, but you can't turn into one. If you, that's who you are, if people, like I said, yeah. people, if your circle of friends fuck with you, everybody else will follow. Will fall this. into yeah. place, right? The people that decide that that's their profession that they want to do is mm. influ- be an influencer. Yeah. I guess that definition, you can't understand it. No. <laughs> You're like, no. Just rolled into it. Like, they call me that. So it's like, all right. Because like, okay. I didn't know there was a title for it. Mm-hmm. 
All right, moving forward, I have a section in uh, my podcast where I cover some questions that are asked of me in terms of, because you are, you know, I do hair as well. And um, protective style season is coming up. Um, protective styling. Oh, protective styling? Yes. So that's like braids, weaves, or whatever, because it's wintertime. People don't want to comb their hair, so they're doing all that stuff. I didn't know there was a category for that. Yes, protective styling. Look at you learning. (laughs) So today I'm going to cover hair loss. So there's a difference between alopecia and tension alopecia. So hair loss is at an all-time high. I don't know if you suffer from that in terms of your family. No. Okay. So I do know, like, your waves are well tight. Thank so you. do you have any tips for men that are trying to get no. their waves together? No. no you're in- <laughs> Why? Let them do this little fro thing with the <laughs> no combing of the air. Afro. Oh, the, the brush. It's a, like it a brush yeah, thingy. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking a- about doing it this winter, but... You should know. try it. You never know. I don't know. Mm. Change. You could change it up sometimes. You could. Just just different. Just different dress outfits. different? Yeah, don't... Don't go too far as changing Don't go hair. too far. <laughs> I literally tried before they came out with the brush. So mm-hmm. I tried to like grow it a little bit. Yeah. But they didn't have the brush, so oh, I wasn't getting the look. You weren't getting the, the curl. I wasn't getting what I was seeing. Okay. I was like, no, I'm missing something. So try it now that the brush thing is, the, the sponge thingy is in. I think you should try it. All right. Anyways, so I'm going to talk about hair loss. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of women are suffering from hair loss. So this could be tips for the women in your life. Mm-hmm. People wearing wigs. What edges are being snatched? Crowns are being snatched as well. And for men, barbers are now doing man units to help disguise hair loss. Have you seen this? No. Okay, so there's barbers. One of my friends, his barbers, he does like a full man unit. So if they shave off the rest and then they add a full unit and he like fades it in oh, shit. for them to make it look like a full blown like fade, like you're full covered. Before we get to man units, <laughs> here are some tips to help you with your protective styling and to not have traction alopecia affect you. So we have to define two things. So the first thing is alopecia. Alopecia is typically results in round ball patches that occur randomly on the scalp, face, or body. This is an autoimmune disease where your immune system attacks your body, hair follicles, and often causes hair loss in clumps. So that's one aspect that people go through. The majority of things that we're seeing right now is called traction alopecia. So hair loss is caused by tightly pulled styles. If caught early, it can be reversed. If not, you've killed the follicle and your hair is not going to grow back again. So what are the causes? As I said, tightly done hairstyles. So that includes braids, cornrows, ponytails, extensions, weaves. Dreadlocks can stress your hair as well. For men, headwear. So hats. So when you're wearing your hats or any headbands, stuff like that. It could rub against your hair Mm -hmm. and break it. So keep that in mind as well. So hair relaxers for women, chemical treatments. So any colors and relaxers, that changes the texture and softens the shaft and it causes burns to the scalp and thus your hair falls out. So using extensions and relaxers together can also affect your hair. So pick a struggle. So it's either you choose to... (laughs) It's either you choose to do the extension mm-hmm. or the relaxer. Do not do both at the same time. For men, if you're doing like an S-curl of some sort, don't. So a study in the no, British... Don't do the S-curl. So many people do. Like still, they do S-curls to try and like get their hair wavy. And it's like, bruh, if you ain't got it... Don't do it. Don't do it. Just let it slide. Just do the fro thing. 
Anyways, so a study in the British Journal of Dermatology found that traction alopecia affected 31.7% of African women with relaxed and permed hair. So, but the remedy for this to avoid tight hairstyles at all costs, loosened ponytails, um, then braids should be loose, that weave should be loose, uh, units, skull caps, anything, do not put pressure on your hair. If you do go to bed, use a silk pillow case, silk or satin. Do yeah, you sleep that. with a silk or satin pillowcase? Satin durag. Okay. Silk durag. I don't know. There you go. Satin durag. Yeah. <laughs> it helps. It does. Why? Because other fabrics dry out your hair. It's new though. Does the yeah, satin? Yeah, started doing. I don't know, really? Before was like just the basic. Yeah. Whatever the hell it was. Because like other fabrics, like cotton, polyester, whatever it is, it'll dry out your hair, so all your moisture and stuff is gone. So that's what makes it break. And uh. mm-hmm. so if you're going to wear braids, wear thick, loose braids instead of small, tight braids. Avoid or limit chemicals like relaxers. Don't do it. If you have to, go to a professional. Do not ask Keisha or Akulia from around the way to hook you up because they don't know what they're doing. Um, change your hairstyles every few weeks. So don't keep your braids or weaves any longer than six weeks. If your hair is out, shampoo and treat your hair every week. Moisture treatments. Use anti-inflammatories. If your hair loss is at a point where you don't know what to do, contact a dermatologist and they'll probably recommend steroid shots to help stimulate growth. Like I said, silk scarves, pillowcase, silk-lined hats, mandem, women. Um, no headbands. Doesn't matter what time frame or how long you use them, it'll affect your hair. Eventually, your edges will come out. Choose fabric hair ties instead of elastics and keep your hair loose. So if it's gone too far, you most likely have to not wear weaves or extensions for at least six months to a year to give your hair a break. And lastly, diet. For healthy hair and skin, your diet means everything. So lots of water. I drink at least a liter of water every day. Do you, Matt? I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. No pop. Do you drink pop or juice? No, I stopped drinking. I used to fucking love juice. Um, I find that men and juice. I'm slowly getting out of it. No pop, though. Okay. I don't care for pop. Put down the juice. The juice. Yo. Juice. No, I stopped. Like, okay. A lot of water and, yeah. and tea. Maybe. Coffee is even bad for you, but I only drink coffee and water. Yeah, I just started drinking coffee, and my doctor told me stop drinking coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's not for you. Well, I caught myself drinking a fresh put me on this kombucha. Mm-hmm. Kombucha's That's good. It's crazy. But you can't drink too much kombucha. Drink like one a day. Yeah, because it's... Um, First of all, it's expensive. Like, yeah. Bland, <laughs> it is. Have I you had, had the one. ginger kombucha? Yeah, that's the one I got first. It's perfect. I love it. Um, kombucha is good, but not too much because then it just it's messes crazy. up. I'm drinking some weird stuff these days. No, one liter of water. I'm telling you, when I say it will change your life, this is why I look this young. <laughs> All you drink is water. Also, make sure you're having enough protein and iron in your diet. A lot of people don't get enough, so make sure you're eating your beans, nuts, brown rice, meat, leafy vegetables like spinach. Do not eat too much protein because then you could lose your hair as well. <laughs> so there's a fine balance with your protein. So all hair stuff? Hair, skin, nails, skin, yeah. all that stuff. So moving on, I want to play a game called Pretty or Pretty Messy. I think you'll enjoy this. Okay. This is where I position things and I ask you if they're pretty or pretty messy. 
Cool. Right? So this is kind of like the Misha's tea aspect of the show where we can get into some things that are going on in the world. I so- hate tea. I hate blogs. I hate, um, yeah, it falls under blogs. Tea and blogs? Gossip. Well, we're not really gossiping. I'm just in general. I'm saying it before you play the game. <laughs> in case I say everything's pretty messy. Okay, I'm going to ask you for explanations to why you say they're pretty or pretty messy. Kanye West, pretty or pretty messy? Uh, pretty messy. You could also use pretty meh. My last um, guest was saying um, pretty meh for certain things because it's not all the way messy. Okay, so Kanye West, you say is pretty messy. Why? Kanye West is Kanye West. To me, he's, I, I did a lot of research on him on my own mm-hmm. outside of the blogs and headlines and shit but he's definitely a genius but i feel like his life has become so not private but like the things you hear mm-hmm. is all you get mm-hmm. so there's no like other things to kanye it's just like he's quiet he's working he's a genius in the lab but the minute you hear something, it's always like, this is it. There's no explanation for it. There's no, mm-hmm. it's just, this is it. Kanye just said this or Kanye just did this. So it's like, there's no more. There's nothing behind it. doesn't give you anything it. to like. To go fall. off yeah, of. yeah, yeah, it's just like, this happened and this yeah. is what we're judging. So he, apparently he's coming out with a gospel album. He has this church service thing going on and merchandise that he's selling God Loves Kanye or whatever yeah, on his yeah. shirts for $200. <laughs> Are you excited for a gospel album from Kanye? Definitely not. <laughs> Just do it. How do you feel about the church service? Honestly, it looks dope. Mm-hmm. It's different. Would you consider it church, though? No. I feel like it's good energy. Right? That's what I say. Stop definitely good energy okay so we're laboring kanye pretty messy and i would agree with you in regards to this whole gospel thing Mm. obviously his messy things that he said beforehand and things that he's been through since he sold his soul to the devil according to him so he's doing this gospel album allegedly and he's doing these church services which i wouldn't categorize as church because there's not much gospel being performed yeah Okay. Okay. So Toronto clubs, pretty or pretty messy? Pretty. pretty. Why do you say they're pretty? I mean, depending on your night out, you might call it pretty messy. But I, have a, I had a lot of pretty nights. Okay. I've produced a lot of pretty nights. Mm-hmm. And I see a pretty future for it. Okay. So the reason why I asked whether they're pretty or pretty messy is, okay, so let's split it into, let's say Toronto Club slash restaurants, bars, mm-hmm. whatever. So there was a tweet that went out about Cactus Club about a month ago. Mm-hmm. So this one DJ, he said that Cactus Club really canceled their DJs for Caravana Weekend between this and them telling me to not cater to the Caravana crowd. I don't know how y'all can still eat there. So I added to this list about of racist venues that I've experienced. EFS, I'm Lost and Found. EFS is my favorite club. I'm just saying my experience. (laughs) I've added Cactus Club to the list. So you were going to Cactus Club before the tweet? No. The thing is, I went to Cactus Club when they just got here. Okay. This was like maybe four years ago that when they opened the King Street location and I went there for my birthday. Maybe a year later when the Jay's picture went there and all that stuff happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I'm not going back, whatever. So I haven't been, th- I've only been there once. 
So have you had an experience with Cactus Club or anybody around you that has? I don't really. I know a lot of people have their Mm -hmm. whatever says about it, but I've never really experienced that in too many Mm -hmm. places. But I already said no to Cactus Club at the beginning. I don't like those chain restaurants. I like finding the dope little, little spots. Little spots. Yeah. So since the tweet, have you been to Cactus Club? No. Okay. <laughs> Are you continuing to support Cactus Club? I never did. Okay. I've been telling people this is not it. I agree. I'm always going. I'm always trying out the cool spots yeah. first. And it's not it. That Why are we it. here? Okay. You said EFS is one of your favorite spots. Yeah. Why is EFS one of your favorite spots? I don't know. It's good energy. I have a lot of fun at EFS. Okay. Lost and Founds, I've added to the list because I've experienced certain things at Lost and Found. Yeah. Also, others have cited Laval. Have you experienced anything at Lost and Found or Laval or anybody around you that has? Because I know you've worked with these people. Definitely. Okay. So what can you tell us? Honestly... I have friends that go through certain things too, especially like nights where you're like, you know, they might be going out alone. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's just if we know the situation, why are we still forcing the cause? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like we know already. Let's there's a hundred other spots to be going to, but there's people that don't really go out, so they yeah. don't understand the. You know what I mean? Like somebody can wake up tomorrow and be bashing a spot, mm-hmm. but you got there at one o'clock on one of the busiest nights. Mm-hmm. But that's you. Yeah, that's how you roll. You don't go outside earlier than you one. know one o'clock. Yeah. So it's like, but you're not understanding this new world over here. Like, mm-hmm. it's like bottle service, and it's you know mm-hmm. who knows who, and that's just how it works. If you want to play by those rules you gotta like okay there's no more 1 a.m's you gotta start going outside okay. at 11 30 okay 12 o'clock making a reservation so talking the- to somebody that can help you out don't just pull up to these places by yourself like these are like professional nightclubs you're not like let's go dance there's no dancing happening <laughs> there's no dancing no <laughs> so what happens at these places then if there's no dancing you say hi to everybody <laughs> Spend some money, you listen to music, good music. Not much dancing. Not much dancing. So what is it really about then? There's an understanding mm-hmm. for you going to one of these venues. You have mm-hmm. to understand the culture and how they move and how they function. And that's just people too. Because like, say you have no problems and you get in. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yeah. Where are you going? Are you going to the bar? Do you mm-hmm. actually want to dance? Are you here to dance? You shouldn't really be here because there's no real dance for Dancing going on. You know what I mean? Okay, so people have expectations of these venues that they shouldn't necessarily have, yeah. is what you're saying. Okay, so what's the expectation? They shouldn't really have an ex- they should They should have an expectation, but at the same time, they should be going out just with a clear mind. Like, mm-hmm. when you go out and you do all of this, you get dressed, you drive all the way downtown, mm-hmm. just go out to have a good time. You don't need to have 20 people with you if you're with your one friend. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's more than enough of us in the city that can make sure you have a good time contact somebody just make it simple don't <laughs> put too much on everything like so okay like i've i've went to places that i don't know still in the city and seen security i don't know and like i'm not making no fuss outside i said go over there wait two minutes i'm waiting two minutes okay but do you find like okay based on how you approach things mm-hmm. so obviously not everybody approaches things the same way they go outside you know, not everybody's in the downtown core all the time. Mm-hmm. So they go outside and they're just like, oh, let's venture and see what's up. Yeah. They get a certain pushback and an attitude from a bouncer or yeah, somebody working the door. To me, it sounds like 
we've conformed to how these venues treat people. Yeah. Why though? Like, should we be conforming or should we be like? No, definitely not women. I don't feel like women should have a problem in yeah. the clubs because half of the things guys do in the clubs are for the women. So mm-hmm. you might as well take care of all the women. But um, you know, men sometimes it gets a little too much. Mm-hmm. The guys want to come in big numbers and mm-hmm. not want to play pay to play. Yeah. Or they still want to act like you know they're on the block with the weed and all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. there's like certain things that they expect from the people. Mm -hmm. And then there's like way more that the people expect from them. Okay. So we have to check ourselves as well. Sometimes. Is what you're saying. Sometimes. I agree with you. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the times these places have an idea Mm -hmm. of black people Mm -hmm. and they function based on that idea. And we perpetuate those stereotypes all the time. So we have to check ourselves as well as these venues for how they treat us. That's why. Definitely. Because it's our, it's all our, it's our music. It's it's our our culture. It's our everything, right? So. And I just find that they want to like take our culture and do it with us. Well. We know that game. So pick your spots. You don't need to be everywhere. Just because you heard that this this place is this place. You don't need to be there. Well, as you heard from Matt Mogo, y'all, pick and choose your spots. Don't be trying to go everywhere if you don't understand the culture. All right. So moving on, pretty or pretty messy, Dave Chappelle. Oh, the special. <laughs> Have you seen the special, Sticks That's and Stones? Crazy. Yeah, I've seen it. Pretty, what's the one I can use? Pretty or pretty messy? No. You said or pretty meh. Pretty meh. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say pretty meh? You just gotta have tough skin for Dave Chappelle. Now is the time where the what did he say in the thing? It's the worst time to be that type of person. Mm-hmm. It's the worst time to be a celebrity. Where do yeah. we know Dave Chappelle from? The Chappelle Show. Exactly. So if we go back to that show and we watch every single episode, that guy's crazy. Yes. There's no filter. He doesn't care. From that time, we knew we needed to have a mm-hmm. extra layer of skin on us. To be yeah. watching Dave Chappelle. This is not a regular comedian. This guy is crazy. Um, okay, so Dave Chappelle is pretty meh. But I seen it. Did you die of laughter? Because I was dying of laughter. I don't bother anybody else. Yeah, I Shit was funny. I laughed. And then there was moments where I was like, damn. That's a bit far, right? Not far, but just damn. <laughs> it's his point of view. Fuck. Right. I just feel like people need to kind of step back from their own struggle and just... Yeah, where did we put Dave Chappelle? Was he on this... You know, this mm-hmm. pedestal of like, oh, my God, like kind of like a Kevin Hart. If Kevin Hart said such a shit, be like, oh, shit. He, he put himself on that. Yeah. It's like, you know, he can't he can't fall. He's he a good scratch dude. yourself. Yeah. 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 But Dave, Dave Chappelle never put himself never, up yeah. there at all. Sticks and Stones for me, I enjoyed it. And I think for him, he was defending himself against the whole cancel culture thing. And the fact that like the LGBTQ, especially the T's, <laughs> <laughs> have been going really hard against him because he's trying to understand the life. And I feel like a lot of people need to give us the opportunity to understand the life because we're not of that. So if we're asking clarifying questions and questions for understanding, you shouldn't be upset with that. A comedian tells jokes. That's what they're here for. They look like they have the most peaceful life. <laughs> they do because like, they live in their truth. Is, yeah, it's the truth. And if you take it seriously, I'm going to go talk to somebody That's else. That's your fault. And the one thing about comedy is there's always an underlying truth whenever... And that's what affects people. Like, it's funny Everything. because there's something truthful in that. Yeah. So people need to not be as sensitive. And yes, Dave Chappelle is pretty meh. It's never going to change. The sensitivity? Sensitive it's just getting even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need people to just chill. Because nobody, even if people were sensitive, mm-hmm. we didn't have access to it. 
So even if Dave Chappelle did something, yeah. a lot of people wouldn't even know he did. Wouldn't know. But social media, internet, yeah, or mean, whatever. Imagine what you'd have to do to go yeah. watch the Chappelle show to figure out what he did. And if it offended you in some way, who are you telling? Okay. So Dave Chappelle is pretty meh. All right. One more. Actually, two more. Remakes. Remakes? Like, like remakes? Coming to America, Home Alone, Little Mermaid, Lion King. Pretty or pretty messy? Pretty. It's always good, I think. Especially like, like Lion King. Did you watch it? I watched it. How'd you feel? It was like exactly it's the, the movie, exact same but movie. Like you know, way more like wow. Okay. Because of the the effects, the and effects, how they and did all it. the yeah, three D and all that stuff. That movie came out how long ago? Like twenty years ago, twenty five maybe. The original Lion King. Twenty five. So it's yeah. like there's a whole generation, generation. of people that's mm-hmm. never even heard of Lion King, and they're not gonna go watch the VHS. Dude, yeah, I'm here for remakes because Coming to America is coming out next year. Um, so I'm all here for this. Home Alone, I don't know because... That one, they said they're doing Home Alone. They're doing Home Alone. Disney. But they did Home Alones on us that weren't Home Alone. That weren't yeah, Cully Culkin. Yeah. They had, I think, two after he yeah, ended. Yeah, yeah. But they're going to start from the beginning. So from the first one and remake the first one. And that's Disney. I think they have a streaming platform now. There's not much you can do under the sun these days. So you have to do this shit. Creativity is just non-existent anymore they're just remaking the good shit um people are big mad over little mermaid but i'm here for it with a black girl as the little mermaid so that's exciting so remakes are pretty we're here for them depends on what yeah but those ones are good okay one more cuffing season do you participate (laughs) is it pretty or pretty messy pretty messy (laughs) why is cuffing season pretty messy there shouldn't be like a time frame for it single in the winter that's the difference (laughs) Is it because it's a cold thing? Because it's cold. Do girls do the cuffing season thing too? Or is it just guys saying it? No, but guys say that they're going to leave their girls. Wait, what do they do? Okay, so cuffing season is basically October to March. So yeah, I don't know the date. The end of no March. Around winter, everyone keeps saying Yeah, it. so yeah. towards the end of winter, people are like, yo, I need to be single because summertime's coming around or whatever. Yeah. I feel like I'm different because I'm a little bit older. These younger girls are defining things a lot different than I am. Like, I'm a sucker for love. Like, so that's why I think it's like different now for the mm-hmm. younger generation because they're more like savage with it mm-hmm. when it comes to females. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So that's different for them. So I can't really relate, I suppose. But for men, men always want to like cause problems at the end of March, April. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I come from this pre-hashtag world. so this good, good. Yeah. Okay, so we're on the same page. Fabulous. So you participate in comfy season for our listeners. Are you cuffed? I'm cuffed. Okay. Just making sure not, that, you know, maybe not everybody knows. They might be looking. So, okay. Do you have any upcoming events or anything going on? I got my all-black party I do during Thanksgiving and my birthday. Let's say December. Taking over that whole weekend. At the 400 Club? Yeah. Okay. We're, we turn it into like weekends now. Oh, yes. Not just one day no more. We're just so full. So full weekend? Full out weekend. A real Sagittarius, right? I'm going to make it out to one of these. I am. I yeah, promise I'm sure. you. I'm going to do better. I am. No? You don't believe me? No, no. <laughs> he does not believe me, y'all, because I've been working times a thousand and missed everything. <laughs> You'll bring her? <laughs> I'll be there, I promise. Okay, so Thanksgiving weekend you have something coming up. Thanksgiving weekend I have the 13th, all mm-hmm. black. 
13th. It's always a special one. The Sunday. Sunday. Okay, so for this show, for Such a Pretty Podcast, we're actually looking for a male voice of reason. It's going to be controversial because a lot of women are going to look at me like, what do you mean a male voice of reason? Sometimes we do the absolute most, ladies, and we need a man (laughs) to call us out on our shit. So one of the things I know I'm going to be talking a lot of shit on this podcast. So I'm looking for a male voice of reason. That's going to be his name. He does. He's not going to have any other tags or anything. So he comes in, he says his reasoning and leaves. That's his purpose. Matt, if you have anybody in mind, that would be great. Also, I'm soliciting for Ask Misha questions because I feel like I give great advice. (laughs) No, why Why are you laughing? I feel like I give great advice. I don't care if Matt laughs at me. I don't necessarily take the advice. That's the difference. Okay? Okay. I give it. I don't necessarily take it. So Ask Misha questions can be sent to sappodcast1 at gmail.com. sappodcast1 at gmail.com. Any final words, Matt? Matthew? Drink water. Don't do too much. Focus on your own shit. Set more goals. I feel like people are bored. Mm-hmm. People are definitely bored. Definitely bored. When you're bored, you start doing things you're not supposed to be doing. But you know what the thing is? Boredom is people watching other people. Oh, that's a boredom. That's a part of the boredom. They get caught up in other people's lives and what they're doing. Yeah. I get it. It's like a new, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You wake up, you check this shit. It's like, just give yourself a moment away from it. One tip that I got is before you go to bed, put away your phone and like read like a scripture or an article or something. Yeah. And then when you wake up in the morning, instead of picking up your phone first, read a scripture article or something Something. before you get into that. Because people are so caught up in like, that's the last thing you see. You stretch? Yeah. Or even if you're going to be on it, Mm -hmm. do more than you're looking like. Like you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why the influencer thing is kind of weird, but like it's better than just watching shit. It's better you fucking... Mm-hmm. worried about your what you're posting or what you're yeah. you know but that could be like a mental thing too because you start thinking about shit too much but mm-hmm. just use it for what can benefit you at some point instead of getting caught up in it try actually try actually try actually work put in the work oh, thank you for being my guest I have no um, a final quote Mm-hmm. And I do quotes that are from like artists that I love. You know, everybody's always doing Nietzsche and like fucking all these other people. I do Mary J. Blige. So <laughs> did you go to the show? I didn't, and this is why I'm, I'm doing this quote. How did you not go to the show? Because I was working. It's a season of work for me. Apparently, I can't enjoy certain things because sis has to work. Did this quote motivate you? Yes. So you got to take the time to go to the show. <laughs> for the artist that motivates you. I know. I agree. I have a question before you before you say that quote. Sure. So when you say women work in a male-dominated mm-hmm. industry, industry's bullshit too. Don't ever think you're in an industry. It's just you have a job. Yeah. This is a career. This is your life. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's no industry. Mm-hmm. There doesn't need to be a, a collective of people that like each other. And it should all be a, like a nice, friendly competition. No mm-hmm. disrespect, but the industry word is annoying too. But with women, and I can only ask this question because I'm on a woman's podcast, mm-hmm. but you see like how girls have their own like side brands, like they work on like lashes and mm-hmm. why do you think women do it separately like yeah. so why do you think there's never been that collective <sighs> so you can like say okay you know what 
I don't need to start mm-hmm. hair by Mish. Personality has this going. I know that person. Mm-hmm. We're cool. Why don't girls have that conversation and bridge that gap? There's not a lot of humble females out there that are willing to help another female. There's lots of rhetoric going on right now, and the rhetoric is female empowerment, these conferences or, you know, like these brunches that women are doing in terms of, oh, let's come together and create yeah, ideas. And they don't do nothing after. And they, don't, they literally don't do anything after. And it's just conversation. It's just talk. Yeah. It's just something good to say to attach to your social media profile instead of actually living that. And when I use the word industry, I use it in that term to where like you're on the outside trying to get in and they're not willing to let you in kind of thing. That's my problem with the industry is that people talk a whole bunch of game, but in reality, they're not doing shit. They're truly not. They're not talking about, like for me, like on my own, on the Saturday show on Hashtag, like we're talking about real shit. Nobody in Toronto is talking about like what's really going on election wise in the city, like what's being cut, stuff like that. Like we're really talking about some shit, but who's getting the attention? People that are doing nothing. Like the people that are pretending to actually do things in the community are the ones that are getting the attention. And that's just society now right <laughs> don't look at me like that. bye guys <laughs> let me do my quote, quote. Oh, i forgot about the quote okay this so quote, this quote better be sick <laughs> oh god the pressure okay she's been down and out she's been wrote about she's been talked about constantly she's been up and down she's been pushed around but they held her down nyc she has no regrets she accepts the past all these things they help make her she she's been lost and found she's still around there's a reason for everything so take me as i am mary j blige you felt that i felt it i like mary j anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in to such a pretty podcast thank you matt for being my guest and kiki in with me no problem if you anytime okay so he'll be back i lied <laughs> Enjoy this. He will be back. Thank you so much. Cheers. 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 You're gonna hear the glasses. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all.